Lady Ada, what is this? This is show and tell. That's right. This is Lady Ada. This is Mr. Lady Ada. This is Ada Fruit behind us. Uh, and we've this got, is dramatic. And this is <laughs> Broadway's uh, open, everybody. That's right. We're bringing um, it here. Welcome to welcome to Ada Cabaret. Uh, we've got yeah. about twenty minutes of a high of scooting. Yeah. This is me scooting. Yeah. Uh, we got about like 20 minutes of us and people from the community. What are they making, hacking, coding, roboting, 3D printing, and more? We're going to find out. Uh, let's start off with First Jay. up is Jay, representing DigiKey and more. Jay, what you got going on this week? This week, I'm working on Vaughn. He's been a robot we're working on for a while now. I've made a few new upgrades recently, which is an opening head, so I can not look in here and get all the parts and stuff. I want to where the uh, circuits are holding. Hold it. Not even word. Held. Uh, currently, he's using a Adafruit uh, Trinket Pro. So I'm going to turn it on really quickly. And it does basic random movement. Kind of slow. Not too fast as of yet, because I don't want anything to break. Yeah. Yeah. about that. Uh, and recently, I finally got the wheels to move a bit, so we're gonna test it here. And if it explodes on camera, I am sorry. Yeah, it looks Ooh, like it's that cute because it looks like the robot's waking up. It's cute. Hi, that's like me in the morning before I have my coffee. That's what I look like. Let's see. Come on, roll. Oh god. Oh god. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got the wheels finally working. Wow, it's got really good movement. It's a little bit too fast sometimes, so I'm definitely yeah. gonna try oh, to. Oh, like... before it was too slow. Now it's too fast. It has moments. <laughs> This is a great looking robot. I love the personality yeah. that your robot has. Thank you. I've the eyebrows. On. Yeah, eyebrows are, are cute. Yeah, it's based off of my old magpie eyes from uh, yeah. last year. So, All right. Yeah, All right. What else you got going on? Yeah. What are there like some contest or anything going on? That oh, yeah. Today's had the contest. Their contest starting this year, which is amazing. And also this year, I'm your judge. Or a judge. I'm one of the judges on this thing. So I will be looking at all the entries. So please enter a chance to win big. Okay. All right. On um, Ask an Engineer tonight, we're going to show there's like a two-minute trailer that has all the information. And uh, folks can go to hackaday.com and check out the um, contest. Um, the really big prizes, as usual, this year. It's brought to you by DigiKey and SupplyFrame. And then one little side note. I just wanted to mention this. So we had a, we had a new employee who just started Adafruit. And um, their job application was, uh, you know, the normal job application for one of the roles here. But mm. they made a robot and they brought in a robot. It was one of the and very cool. I think that's the new modern thing. So, um, Jay, I'll, so, I'll send you a link to uh, their robot project later. I think uh, it's hard. It's hard not to stand on top of the, the pile when you bring your own robot to yeah. another interview. And the robot right. works. Oof. So all those job seekers out there, my suggestion is bring a robot with bring you. Bring a robot. Yeah, bring a robot. Trust me, it definitely helps. Because here's the thing. Even if the interview doesn't work out, at least you had a really you good got, time with you, your robot. You got a robot. You had one friend there that was backing you up. That's right. All right, Jay. Well, good to see you. And uh, good luck on all the entries and more. Um, should be a big year for the Hackaday Prize. Yep. All right. All right. Thank thanks you, so much, Jay. Next up is Jepler. Jeff, what you Hello. Guys going on? Yeah, my professional reference is also a robot. So uh, he's yep. been programmed to say all the good things about me and, and yeah. praise me. So. <laughs> That'd actually be really funny if you brought this robot and you set it down. The robot was like, hello, my name is Robot, and I will tell you about <laughs> Jeff. Jeff is a hard worker. Because I'd be like, well, I'm actually like, I, I don't believe anything robots tell yeah, me. Yeah, I think, yeah. you know, a news from the future uh, category, we used to have that on, on uh, when I was at Make. 
um, you know, one day it'll probably be AI that does your references. It'll look at the summary of all your work and it'll regurgitate like a, it'll just spit out a reference. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, coming soon. Oof. Okay. What do you got going on this week, Jeff? Yeah. So <laughs> I 3D printed my own uh, floppy drive enclosure because I've been doing these floppy drives a lot, but, you know, there's guts and stuff inside here. So they're surprisingly I know, gutsy. I know Noah and Pedro did one, but I wanted something that was like more evocative of it's the 80s and you have a floppy drive. And so the two halves screw together, the floppy drive screws in the base, and the back is just open so I can swap out my uh, different floppy interface boards. And yeah, it's like the most complex thing I've done in FreeCAD to date. That's so. nice. Cool. You yeah. should post it, post oh, it on the good. learning system for people. Oh, Maybe I could another, do that. Yeah. Add another page to their existing floppy. Because we already have like a 3D printing floppy guide. Mm -hmm. So add another page yeah. and be like, hey, here's here's Jeff's take. Oh, sure. I could do that. Yeah. Cool. I know that the pretty much everybody who has a floppy drive is watching the show right now. Yeah. Right. So well, like you, know, you have I, all the market. <laughs> I looked around on eBay and like this style of case costs a bundle. So ridiculous. It's it's crazy. You'd think there'd be like thousands of those external CD ROM drive oh, cases yeah, out there that you this. could just put a five inch five and a quarter inch disc in there's not or i was using the wrong search terms or something anyway threaded inserts got to go with the thread nice. inserts sweet 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 all right anyway, right that's Thank what i so got much, yeah. and pt will probably be showing a floppy demo of the new stuff i've been up to if you that's want a little right. more technical in our very special retro section uh we have lots right. of photography videos and more so tune in tonight uh, right I after will. time travel because we traveled back in time and then we do it. And then yeah. we're back in time and yeah. then we're like, let's talk about floppy drives. All right. All right. I think Jeff next up is Noam Pedro. Oh. Hey, folks. Hey, guys. Hi. Yeah, so this week we got a super simple artistic-y typography-based sure. sort of project. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so a lot of the book covers that you usually see are like, made out of paper and pt was like hey why don't we make like a 3d printed one and like theme it out to you know one of his yeah so when when people yeah. come over or you have your background for like a you know video chat you can you know your bookshelf could look even better yeah so it was inspired by one of those uh, topography um instagram accounts that had like a couple of really cool ones and uh yeah, yeah this was a really good one to do, like have it line up with the actual artwork and then have I like, like this the, got the little 3D, yeah. like the Yeah, splash. the one that I saw and I sent it over to Noam Pedro was very artistic and like proper and everything. And mm -hmm. I'm like, ooh, comic books, graphic novels. Yeah. And so um, I think we took a different take on it, but I think you people would be able to to use your files and remix and, and make their own. There's a lot of ooh, graphic yeah. novels that look kind of like this. Uh -huh. I think it's a, a standardized size and the... Yeah. Uh, Cool thing for me with the 3D printing is I was just impressed that I was able to print the letters straight up, you know, with the supports in there and all and like not having yeah, to do cool. anything together. Yeah, it looks, so. it looks really that looks good. real. Like if I saw yeah. that in a store and that was part of the graphic novel, I would just assume it was mm -hmm. part of it. Yeah. One thing yeah, I didn't mention, though. Release. Oh, what was that? Is that it does take quite a while. I think it's like 28 hours just to print this guy. Yeah, but, okay, but you can read me. the book. And then when you're done with the book, it's there like you get the slipcover ready. Yeah, but definitely worth it. And of course, if you have a book that you're spending that much time on, it's definitely going to protect it. It's pretty thick. So, and yeah. it's going to, you know, yeah. the audiobook version is just 28 hours of the sound of a 3D printer. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> you could oh, right, you go get crazy with that. With both of you. <laughs> All right. We'll be showing these videos and more tonight on Ask an Engineer. You got anything else before we? Yeah, yeah. I think we got a little sneak peek of uh, what yeah. we're going to type in. Uh, we're doing okay. a collab project with Phil B. Here's the cube. 
Cube. So it's going to have six sides. This is a uh, 2.5 millimeter pitch, uh, 64, 64 RGB matrix. So there's six of them. Yeah. And here's the insides. We're just figuring out uh, the mapping with the uh, the data cables and, and using some some power rails to get all the power sorted. Um, we've been using magnets for everything, so we've got a lot of magnet tabs. That's cool. Um, so the pie can come out like this. Yeah. And nice. The rest of it has these magnets, and uh, we're so put like little um, labels on it. So this is top. So I know this is the top. Uh, and we okay. also have little arrows that signify where the data flow should go, so that yeah. we can put it on there properly. But yeah, okay. this will be something in the next two or three weeks. Yeah. And I don't want to spoil it, but um, you know, if folks are wondering what this is, this is the Lego minifig set for the movie Cube. So if you want to torture the little minifigs yeah. and have them try to figure out how to get out um, in this giant uh, corporate trap, mm -hmm. that's what it is. Yeah. Or it's a board cube. <laughs> yeah. And it's right. coming to assimilate you. Um, <laughs> excellent movie, the Cube, by the way. Okay. Thanks so much. No, nice, baby. Thanks, folks. All right. Next up, Liz. And Liz's right, what you got going on? This yeah, week? How's it going? Uh, so I've got a Kitty Pie uh, ESP uh, 32S2, uh, and it's connected to Pure Data. So my screen is uh, with a socket. And so just as like a kind of proof of concept, um, I've got two Neo sliders, and when I bring them up, there's some tones, and. The grid also affects. It's so, interesting uh, that you can like read data from a socket and like there's no text. I mean, it's all just these blocks that are connected and it's like, yeah, you can parse it out and it gives you the end. Yeah. What's well, uh, so um, it, what you basically do is you label the data with um, a piece of a string and then uh, uh, pure data has this cool thing called route and you just put that what that string is and it pulls out what the, the float is. Um, and it's really easy to get up and running, which is really cool. That's cool. And there's a neat little, uh, like, looks like a pen drawn visualizer. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, normally um, you can kind of draw it with a mouse. So, uh, yeah. but I was able to get the, the sliders to plot it. That's cool. It. Yeah. I think it's neat to combine, you know, CircuitPython Python with pure data. Um, I thought it'd be a neat example because it's like, a, you know, we don't want to rewrite drivers over and over again. And I don't even know if the pure data does I2C. So, no, How would you do that? I can see. A lot yeah. of people use Arduino, but I think this is kind of an interesting idea that you're like, no, let's just use Wi-Fi. I'm like, okay, that's one way to do it. Yeah, because it's just um, connecting to your computer's IP, and you're telling Pure Data, listen on this fake port, and then you're connected. Yeah. yeah. So your right. firewall let you. Well, thanks so much, Liz. And then tonight on Ask an Engineer, we're going to show um, your video of the PySynth that you did, and then um or the visualizer and then also um if you haven't already everyone check out adafruit's tiktok liz just did a one minute video in tiktok style um it turned out really good so check that out liz talk thank you very much <laughs> all right thanks liz all, all right, right next, next up, up foamy guy tim guy how's it going tim i was it and just by the way everyone check out tim's show on fridays at 2 p.m eastern it's really good yep yep uh, and perfect uh, segue for this as well. I was working on some of this stuff on Deep Dive last week. So if folks want to see the code um, that went into some of these examples, you can check that out for the video. And I'll be on again this Friday uh, playing with some other stuff as well. So um, what I have today is more of a, just a small example project than a fully fledged out uh, project. Um, but I basically have been working on some helpers that go around the vector IO module that's built into CircuitPython. 
um, to try to make it easier to do some stuff with it. It's, it's very flexible. It can kind of just make arbitrarily shaped polygons given a list of points. Um, but when you want to kind of rotate those polygons around, you sort of have to just figure out all of the points that represent the rotated ones. Um, so what I've done is I have this little helper library, and one of the classes that's inside of it is a rotated polygon so that you can define your polygon points once and then just tell them the rotation you want it to go on, awesome. uh, and it will figure out the rest of the math for you. You don't have to care what the rest of the points are. You just define it once and tell it the rotation. That's um, nice. So these are a couple examples that show how to do that. And um, the bottom one that's static, this one is actually in the repo. I'll drop a link for it in the chat when I am off of here. Um, but this one, you basically just define a couple of things like the, uh, the points in the polygon. Oh, I've gone away from it um, up here a little bit. You define the points in the polygon. You define a size for the circle, a radius, and then you define the count for how many items you want it to draw. So you kind of can quickly change those variables, and it will adjust what it draws. It will change how many there are, um, which will draw more and make more colors. Um, and then on this one on the top here, I even took it another step farther and actually did some of the rotation stuff dynamically. Um, it is, it's a little choppy and I do also have a time sleep in it. So it is like uh, moving a little bit and then waiting and then moving a little bit, but it kind of makes this interesting sort of kaleidoscope effect yeah. um, where you can code some really neat shapes in here and then you can run the rainbow IO stuff and have it change colors. Um, so I'm thinking about maybe trying to make like a, a 3D printed kaleidoscope type thing and we put the screen in the end of it and maybe it yeah. shows um, some of these fancy designs. So yeah, you um, could get mirrored acrylic and just have it, you know, oh, yeah. and then when you look at it, it could have like a really neat repeating pattern. Yeah, acrylic would be really nice too. I like, you know, you're, like re you're redoing like quick draw, but in like Python. It's kind yep. of all right. Nice. Well, thank you so much, Tim. And then again, folks can tune in on Fridays at 2 p.m. on all of our social media channels. Um, Tim has a really good uh, deep dive. That's what it's called, uh, where you can step through a lot of this stuff uh, real time. Um, it's a literal deep dive. And we also have new graphics and has a cool sub. Submarine. Yep. Okay. Tim gets a submarine. All right. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks, Tim. Yep. All right. Mark, Mark how is it going? Out. It's going great today. Mm -hmm. um, so I just need one second to start something up because there's fire involved today good and i Ooh. didn't want to start this beforehand okay okay so this will also make sure my camera is working okay so a couple years ago one of the first random projects i did was as covid was starting and my birthday was right after that uh making a robot to put out my candle so i didn't have to blow on it so with two years of experience in CircuitPython now, I've decided to upgrade the robot and we will see how a live demo works. Now, the other thing I've learned in two years is to never trust my first uh, plan and add an emergency button. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and now I've That's taken right. parts from various Ada boxes and decided if you're gonna have a backup, you have to make sure the backup I think you, you I feel it. like you've you learned a lot. You could do it, you could do it. This is why I'm not too worried about robots taking our jobs quite yet. Yeah. yeah. Oh, 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 this is, oh. Is it gonna make it? Come on, come on. Uh, yay! yay! Happy birthday! Happy birthday, eat the cake! Yeah. And you like, <laughs> like destroyed your apartment, but uh, you know, the yeah, no, yeah. I, I've got towels yeah. around because- uh, Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
Yay. And yeah. <laughs> so this All is right. what two years of um, playing with robots and circuit python and learning does you can get a very wet cupcake well happy this birthday. was all made in unity real time and this is the intro <laughs> of the next pixar movie no. <laughs> yeah i do like how the the movement worked on the, yeah it has a nice little like jumpy uh almost a live look to it it's it like is, hey it I'm happy. Yeah. it's trying to put out the candle but it right. just couldn't do it all right. Well, um, most of all, I'm glad you were able to do some more birthdays. We're all here together, Mark. Good to see you. Yeah, Many you guys more. too. I can't wait to see how you put out a candle next year. <laughs> we'll see what else I can add to it. All right. Nicely done. All right. Thanks thank a lot. you, Mark. All right. That's all right, it. everybody. That is oh, our gosh, show and tell this week. Thank you, everybody, for making this best half an hour of our week. Every single week, show and share on your projects together. It's the longest running show and tell on planet earth that we know of um maybe even the known universe we'll see um uh, inside this bubble could be uh we'll see everybody next week 7 30 p.m eastern time on wednesday ask an engineer starts in 10 minutes one or a couple minutes 10 or so. minutes or so yeah. okay okay bye, bye everybody. everybody see you next week